This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Optimal Living Advice. This is episode 303, and I'm Greg Audino, your host of the show. I'm here to take questions about whatever life struggles you're experiencing and offer you support as best I can each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And this time we're actually going to be answering another question that's more about an idea or a concept as opposed to something that someone is going through specifically. These uh, informative episodes are always nice. So let's hear what's on the asker's mind and break down some important stuff as we optimize your life. With all the content out there that's designed to help people with their mental health, is it becoming more realistic for people to heal just from spending time in the right places online? This would include all the articles you guys read from on your shows too. There are so many resources these days between blogs, TED Talks, videos, online courses, social media posts, and what do you make of how helpful it really is? Cool question, Asker. This one definitely could encourage some unique discussions, so I'm glad you brought it up. I think the fairest way to go about this question is how I go about answering most questions, and that is with the great acknowledgement of the gradient, right? That gray area, which in this case highlights the whole spectrums of both what the type of content out there is and what exactly it means for people to heal. Even though I use it, I find that I generally have an aversion to the internet. When I think about it, my first instinct is that it separates us from who we would like to be more than it brings us closer to who we'd like to be, individually and societally. Surely cases can be made for both, but I, I naturally lean towards suspicion of the internet's overall presence in our lives. That's just me. That being said, I would still feel ridiculous to insinuate that the internet cannot be supremely useful, and that applies sometimes to any person's journey towards better mental health. There is content out there that's helpful, yes, and there are people out there who can benefit solely from this content, even if it isn't paired with more personal work like going to therapy. However, to me, This window is of a decent size, but it absolutely has its limits. For the most part, content you might find on the internet or in a book or set on a podcast, narrated on a podcast, is most helpful to people who don't need much recovery to begin with. And that's assuming the content is good, of course. So well-made educational content can be fantastic for those who don't necessarily have a ton of healing to do and are instead looking to supplement what are already pretty good states of mental health. But this doesn't apply to everyone, obviously. Many people out there need more than just content to read from. And this becomes especially troublesome due to the facts that a lot of us do not know the extent of the healing we might have to do and also may not be able to successfully differentiate helpful content from unhelpful content. So anyone who's looking to heal from something 
and might be considering the validity of the internet as a means of doing so, must learn how to gauge the quality of the content out there, as well as the true state of their mental health. And these are not easy things to do, uh, nor is healing from serious trauma. Now, if someone has really suffered and looks to the internet for help first, then good content can certainly serve as a springboard for them, maybe content that talks about warning signs or triggers or outlets or self-reflection questions. And this is a major goal of mine here on Optimal Living Advice. But should this content help the person find that they might have something serious on their hands, then the content has served its purpose well and it's done. And the person now must consider what the actual work looks like. And in many cases, that would probably require one-on-one work like therapy. So counseling, and in some cases coaching, stands to provide people with much better tools for healing than content would, even if that content was composed by a capable counselor or coach. And this type of one-on-one work requires time and persistence, which is a necessity if we're talking about addressing a lifetime dictated by trauma, even if that trauma occurred one time for two minutes 30 years ago. The interpersonal nature of this kind of work enables us to, most importantly, ask questions and have a back and forth. It enables us to receive reassurance, a calming presence, as well as an idea of what it looks like to be supported. And that's an idea that we can apply on our own when showing love and support to ourselves, which can be very hard for a lot of people. It's this type of process and the repetition of it that gives us the best chance at honest long-term healing. And mind you, it's also important to flush out the quality of the one-on-one work you're receiving. If you choose to keep this work close to home, you know, not every well-intentioned partner, friend, or family member knows the right things to say. And not every therapist or coach is a good fit either, even if they're well-skilled. And, you know, just like any other profession, there are some people in these roles who are probably best suited for other jobs. So again, it all feeds into this truth that doing the work you need to do to become the version of yourself that you would like to be is not a walk in the park. There's a lot of vetting and self-awareness required. And until we find the right resources, we have to do a degree of that by ourselves. But it's absolutely worth the time and the vulnerability put into it. Okay, and thank you once more to the asker for calling upon us to address this topic that probably should have been addressed beforehand. Really good question that surely everyone can take into consideration, especially those tuning into the OLD network anyway. So I hope you all took something from this and that you found it valuable. And if you've got something on your mind, whether it's about an idea like this or a specific situation you found yourself in, don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me with whatever is going on. And the email address to send your question to is advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. I hope to hear from you and thank you in advance for trusting us and helping us to make another episode possible. Now, with that, we're going to take off for the day, everyone. Thank you as always for coming. Have a nice weekend and I'll see you on Monday where your optimal life awaits.